Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like your testimony is just average? That because there's no supernatural element or rescue from the darkest of places that your story simply isn't worth telling. Hi, this is Matthew Hassler. And if you've ever felt that way, I assure you, you are not alone. And we're going to talk about that in today's Anchor Daily as we look at Acts 16, 1 through 15. Let's break down the passage for a moment. In verses 1 through 5, we see Paul continuing his second missionary journey. His primary purpose is to strengthen and encourage encourage the churches that were already started. Along the way, they pick up Timothy, they deliver instructions from the Jerusalem church, and they encourage the believers. Verse 5 says the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Then in verses 6 through 10, things get really interesting as God directly intervenes with the group's travel plans. It says the Holy Spirit forbids them to speak in Asia. And then it adds they try to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit will not allow it. Then Paul gets this direct vision from God where there's a man from Macedonia calling for help. So they set out to go there. These verses lack a certain amount of detail on how God speaks in each of those situations, but everything in them has this supernatural feel to it. Interestingly enough, if we skip down to verse 16 and following, we would see another supernatural story. One with a girl who can predict the future and the exorcism of a demon. We'll look at those verses next time, but take note that in the middle of these two supernatural stories is a seemingly on-supernatural story of Lydia. Let's read verses 13 through 15. On the Sabbath day, we went outside the city gate by the river, where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and spoke to the women gathered there. A God-fearing woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira, was listening. The Lord opened her heart to respond to what Paul was saying. After she and her household were baptized, she urged us, If you consider me a believer in the Lord, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. So Paul and his company arrive in Philippi. Paul's typical first move is to start evangelizing at the synagogue. But unfortunately, there isn't one there. So what will they do now? They ask around and find out, though there is no synagogue, there are people who worship the God of Israel that meet on the Sabbath for prayer. So they head down there and quickly discover why there was no synagogue. The God-fearing people are all women. According to the Jewish rule at the time, you need at least 10 men to establish a synagogue. And there are no men around. So what's Paul going to do? It would be easy for him to make an excuse and walk away. It was a very sexist culture at the time. So he could say that, see that and say, there's no way the gospel's going to take off here. God didn't bring enough men for a synagogue, so he won't start a church. Or... These are all women. We can't start the church with them. We need to find some men who have power and influence first. But thankfully, he does, that's not what he does. He joins the women gathered there and preaches the gospel. And it's a good thing he does. One of the women there is a person named Lydia. And it says the Lord opened her heart to respond. She receives the gospel and becomes a member of the family of God. This is no shallow or fake conversion. We see that in the actions that she takes. First, she is baptized. That's the outside expression of what God has done in her heart. 
Next, she goes to her household and shares the gospel with them. Most scholars believe that Lydia was single, thus the household is likely the servants. They believe and are baptized. And then third, Lydia offers up her house to the missionaries there in Philippi. We can infer from the text that Lydia has a fair amount of resources at her disposal. She sells purple cloth, which was very expensive. She also owns a house large enough to host Paul and his companions, and seemingly had more than one servant. She is now ready to use all of her resources to glorify God and press the mission of Jesus forward. Lydia will be instrumental in helping the church at Philippi get started. This will be a church that will continue to bless and support Paul, and thus help the gospel to spread across the known world. This is a huge win for the kingdom. But again, notice, there isn't anything supernatural. There's no great healing, no miraculous sign, no vision or combating demonic forces. All Paul does is go to the riverside and talk about Jesus. The only miracle mentioned is the miracle that takes place in her heart when God opens her heart up to believe. But that in itself, is miraculous. And that makes Lydia's story an incredible one. I know a lot of believers who do not feel like their testimony is all that amazing. They don't have one of those stories where they were rescued from a life of selling drugs or being in a gang. They didn't discover Jesus through a vision or witnessing a miracle. Someone just shared the gospel and they believed. But my friends, that is amazing and that is miraculous. It is amazing anytime God does a work in our hearts because it transforms who we are. Let me ask you, have you received the gospel? Have you demonstrated that with the outward sign of baptism? Have you confirmed your genuine belief by sharing the good news with others? Have you recognized that Jesus is Lord over your life so you will gladly use any resources you have to further the kingdom? If so, my friends, that is amazing. And that is a story worth sharing. I hope Lydia's on Miraculous Story encourages us, may inspire us to live faithfully like she did, and may encourage us to share our story to inspire others. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for Lydia's story. Thank you for the encouragement it gives us to live out our faith according to our calling. May it also be a reminder that no true testimony is anything less than amazing, because when you move in our hearts, it is always a miracle. May we boldly share our story so we can encourage other people to receive the gospel too. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.